<laughs> I, uh, I grew up in church, and, um, and I feel like I was born in church ever since I can remember I went to church, and I've seen a whole lot of really good things. I've seen a lot of good stuff happen in church. A lot of people, uh, God do a lot of good things for people. A lot of people be helped. I mean, it's really been fantastic. I, I'm, I'm so thankful that I did, and I wouldn't want to, uh, I wouldn't want to have grown up any other way. Um, but at the same time, while I grew up in church and saw a lot of good stuff, I did also um, see some things that were, you know, weird. And, um, you know, Ed and I want to be really open and real with you every, every single Sunday here at Ignite. We want to um, just, we, you know, we don't, we're not afraid to tackle any, any subject or talk about anything. And so um, that's why I'm telling you, I've seen some weird stuff. Um, you know, I was taught that God does want to live you know, in our lives every day, that he does want to be an active part of our life, that we do want to have a relationship with God, and I believe that 100%, absolutely. But at the same time, I've seen some people do some things that were, you know, flaky and um, goofy and, and stuff that I even thought was made up. And, you know, I saw it in church. I've definitely seen it on TV. And uh, please, you don't have to raise your hand or anything, but, you know, have you ever seen anything like that in, in your lifetime, just at all, um, and if, you're, if you say, yeah, well, then my next question to that would be, did it make you want to get closer to God? Did it make you want to, or did it kind of push you away a little bit? Well, uh, in our series, the one we're starting today, God on Earth, uh, we're going to be talking about um, God, the, the third person of the Trinity, God the Holy Spirit. And um, we're going to just, over the next several weeks, really be very, very open, very clear. Um, and, and what we want to do is uh, we want to help everybody get the, the good, per, um, good, healthy, not perfect, but good, healthy view of who God the Holy Spirit is, uh, an accurate view. And we want to get rid of some, some, maybe some misunderstandings, maybe some misconceptions. We want to tell you what's true and, and what's healthy. And, and we have a statement here that I want to read to you. And, and that is, uh, uh, this is something that we fully, fully believe, and it's this. The dynamic, full life Jesus promised is simply the result of an intimate friendship with God, the Holy Spirit. You see, uh, God, is, the Holy Spirit, is the, the one that's on earth with us. So what we want to do here is we want to take a look in the Bible and see uh, some things uh, that, uh, that, that are written that are about God the Holy Spirit. Now today we're going to start with a passage where Jesus was with the disciples. Now think of that time before he was about to be crucified. He was with his disciples for the last time, and so he was wanting to tell them very powerful things to help them because they're about to go through a tough, tough time when he's arrested and all of that. So he's with these guys, and he's going to talk to them to encourage them about what he's going to do in the future. So let's start reading in John chapter 16, verse 7. Jesus says this to those disciples in that stressful, stressful time. But I'm telling you the truth. It is better for you that I go away. Because if I do not go, the helper will not come. But if I do go away, then I will send him to you. So they're sad and upset that he's talking about leaving, and he's saying, guys, it's actually better for you because if I go, I'm going to send the helper. I'm going to send the Holy Spirit, and his presence will be better than just my presence, okay? And so Jesus here 
is mentioning what we're going to talk a lot about this morning, that he is going to send the Holy Spirit to be God on earth with people. So the Holy Spirit is the person of God that you and I deal with directly. And so we're going to learn some more about him this morning. Jesus goes on to say some more stuff, but let's just talk first about this word helper. He wants to be my helper. Uh, other shades of meaning to that word could be advocate. Like in a courtroom, you have an attorney who's there to advocate for you, to plead on your behalf. Uh, another word is strengthener. He wants to come alongside and bring you strength. Another word is comforter. The word literally means somebody who's called alongside to help. So Jesus is saying, there's going to be a very specific assignment that God the Holy Spirit is going to have, and that's going to be to come to help you guys. And so that's why he's saying it's better that I leave because he can be with everybody all the time. Now, many of us know that God is love. The, the Bible has so much information and there's verses that, that teaches these sort of things. One verse uh, says God is love. Just simple, simple, simple. And so that's awesome. But here we see God's love in action. You know, it's one thing to tell somebody you love or care for them. It's a whole other thing to show it and to do things for them. Well, that's the side of God we're seeing here that this is God in action, love in action, the Holy Spirit coming to help us. He, he wants to speak to us. He wants to guide us. And just moment by moment, day by day, we say you're in a situation that's going to challenge you this week. Well, if you have a, an awareness of God's Holy Spirit and that he wants to speak to you and help you and guide you, you might pick up on the Holy Spirit saying, say this, say this, th this is what's going on. Say this to this person right now. And, and you say it and, and you begin to realize you're on the right track with this person and, and things are just kind of lightening up and, and, and there's some insight to the situation and, and you're starting to figure it out. And later you're like, wow, I, I really didn't think about talking that way and saying that, but that must have been God's Holy Spirit. He was helping you. Well, something we're going to discuss uh, as we go through this series is how does God help us? You know, what does he do to help us? Well, one thing he does is that he speaks to us to guide us. And so this idea of God talking to us is a big deal. I want to make a statement about this. Hearing God's voice, picking up on him literally speaking to me where I can understand it, is vital to us breaking out of old comfort zones and where we've been and moving forward into new and exciting things with him. God always has more for us. There is more of God. So you may be a person that you've known about the, the person of the Holy Spirit and had a relationship with God's Spirit for many years. And I want to say to you, there's much more of him. And, and it might be a totally new concept to you today and we want to say God's spirit is wonderful and he wants to relate to all of us so number one he wants to be my helper let's look at some specifics that Jesus goes on to say he breaks this down into some very specific things so I want to read verses 8 through 11 Jesus continuing now talking about after he sent God on earth the Holy Spirit to earth to be the helper he continues and when he comes he will convict the world of its sin and of God's righteousness and of the coming judgment. The world's sin is that it refuses to believe in me. Righteousness is available because I go to the Father and you will see me no more. Judgment will come because the ruler of this world has already been judged. So now Jesus is describing how the Holy Spirit is going to help 
And so let's break this down a little bit. When he says he's going, going to convict the world of sin, think of the word convince. The idea here is that he's going to convince you in such a way that you're going to have strong feelings about it. Sometimes we say, I've got convictions about this. We use that word. Well, that's the idea here, that the Holy Spirit is going to communicate so strongly that he will convince us of these very important things. And here are these things specifically. Number one, in verse 8, he will convince us about sin. We've got to really believe that sin matters, that Man has a problem, that man is separated from God by sin, and sin has to be addressed. That is why Jesus came to die on the cross for me and for you, because of sin. And we live in a culture that wants to say, oh, everything's pretty much okay. Just don't kill anybody, you know, but almost anything else is all right. We, we want to turn everything Instead of a lot of things should be pretty clear, black and white, we want to turn everything gray. And, and that's happening in the world more and more every day. But Jesus is saying, no, the Holy Spirit wants to help you see right and wrong so you can deal. And especially when it comes to a relationship a person should have with God the Father. If I don't believe I've sinned, I don't believe I need a Savior, do I? So being convinced that sin is real and separates me from God allows me to say, so God, help, forgive me, come into my life. It's a good thing to be convinced of sin. You know, sometimes it's a negative thing. Oh, they just want to beat us up and talk about sin. And, you know, sometimes the church has, has been judgmental. We don't mean that at all. We mean a God who says, don't go that way. That way leads to destruction. And that's not my best for you. Go this way. That's, that's what we're talking about. God's heart of love to help us and convince us about sin and right and wrong. Then he also said in verse 10, he will convince us about righteousness. The word righteousness has to do with relationship and being right with somebody. So if Chad and I had a conflict, but we worked it out, you could say we're good with each other. Our relationship is good. Well, righteousness is the relationship of a person who has a relationship with God. Righteousness describes that they are in right standing. It's all good. The sin has been forgiven. Jesus has come into their life. And so Jesus is saying, guys, the Holy Spirit is going to convince you that you're right with God. The devil will try to beat you up when you blow it. He'll try to make you feel bad. And, like God doesn't love you anymore and he didn't want anything to do with you. But the Holy Spirit will say, no, no, no. You're righteous. You're in right standing with God because you have that relationship with God. And then finally, in verse 11, Jesus said the Holy Spirit will convict and convince the world about judgment. Talking about the devil. He's the one who's going to be ultimately judged. God's not here to judge you and beat up on you. The devil has been judged, and the Holy Spirit wants to remind us of that, that God loves me and will forgive me all the time. So these three things, in this one little passage, these three things are just really big in showing us how the Holy Spirit wants to help us. Now, the second thing we want to look at uh, about God, the Holy Spirit, God on earth, is he wants to be our friend. As, as a matter of fact, he wants to be your best friend, and you see that little other part there, right? And he's not weird. John 16, 7, I'm going to read it to you again in a, little, in a different version, and, and uh, Jesus puts it this way. So let me say it again, this truth. It's better for you that I leave. If I don't leave, the friend won't come. But if I go, I'll send him to you. God on earth God, the Holy Spirit, wants to be a friend that's always by your side. 
I'm hoping that you, you can think of at least somebody in your life that, you know what, this person is always there for me. It, you know, no matter what happens, I can call on them. I can, you know, no matter what time of day, you know, they'll be there. They'll drop everything. They'll, they'll come or they've helped me in, in rough times. You know, the Holy Spirit wants to be that and so much more for me and for you. And um, I need you to know, and I really want you to grab hold of, especially in this first message today, that the Holy Spirit isn't like that weird friend you have that you just tolerate, okay? You know, the one that, you know, like, oh my gosh, here they come again. What? Who invited them, you know? Um, but you, you tolerate them just because, you know, you're trying to be nice, and so, but, you, you know, that one, I don't know, what are they gonna do next? You know, that is not who God the Holy Spirit is. Um, he, he's that friend that wants to stick really, really close. Let me, let me just kind of... Let me just go a little further with this, all right? Um, many people see weird people and think that, well, that person goes to church and they say they've, you know, they're, they've got the Holy Spirit in their life, so if that person's weird, that means the Holy Spirit is weird. Listen, that person would have been weird with or without God, the Holy Spirit in their life, all right? So, so do this. Look to your left. Everybody look to your left. All right, now look to your right. Okay, one of those two people were weird. Uh, and if there was nobody, then maybe it's you. I don't, you know, I don't know, but. Uh, <laughs> so you, you see, the Holy Spirit's not weird. Uh, I've actually had uh, a lady, and if you've known me for a while, you've probably heard this story. Uh, but uh, for, for a lot of years, we did a service, uh, like a Sunday morning service in a nursing home. And there was a one lady that was there every single time. She was there uh, all the time. And she, she didn't, she, her husband wasn't there. She was just there visiting the people. And, but she came to our services. And so I asked her one day, hey, do you want to come, you know, come to church? You know, we have church service. And she's like, mm, no. Uh, she's very nice, you know, but she's like, no, I can't go. Well, why, you know, why not? And she says, well, I'm, I'm afraid of the Holy Spirit afraid. Um, and, and what it was, was she had seen some strange, some flaky, and, and I'm going to use this term, even like hyper spiritual stuff happen. Uh, I don't know if it was on TV or maybe, and, and maybe she'd gone to church somewhere and seen it. And she was like, mm, I don't have nothing to do with that. So she, and I've never seen her in church ever. Uh, once in a while, I'll see her around town. Really nice. Still loves us just fine, but won't, won't come. Um, let me say this. You can be a normal person and be connected to the Holy Spirit of God. You can be normal and be connected to God. You don't have to be weird to have the Holy Spirit working in your life. And, and that brings up a question. Who do you think it is that tries really hard to make you afraid or make you think that the Holy Spirit is weird? Who, who do you think that might be? Absolutely. Absolutely. It's not God. You know, God's not saying, hey, you know, I'm kooky. You know, it's, it's, it's somebody that doesn't want you to know who God is. And it, of course, it's the devil. You know, um, he doesn't want you to know because the Holy Spirit of God has the power to, to rock his world for sure. And he can rock your world in a good way. He can do amazing things in your life. And, and so the, the devil works really hard. To make us not, hey, God the Father, great. Jesus, great. Holy Spirit, mm. You know, well, we, we, want, we want to have a real clear, healthy view of who the Holy Spirit is. And, you know, let, let me tell you some, some things. You see, there's benefits. 
There's benefits to having a relationship with God on earth. And you, you might wanna write some of this down because it's, I don't think it's in your notes. And, and, and uh, we're gonna talk about more of this later in the series, but I wanna give you some stuff to look at already off the bat. Here's some of the benefits. One, uh, the Holy Spirit of God has power. Acts chapter two, you might wanna read that, all right? Uh, the next one is, uh, the Holy Spirit has gifts for you, 1 Corinthians 12. These are places in the Bible you can look to read some of this, maybe even before these next messages, so you are at least kind of on the same page, you know where we're going. And, and I mean, who doesn't like getting a gift? I love getting gifts. It's awesome. You know, you don't need, if you want to give me a gift, you don't even have to wrap it. Don't waste your money on wrapping paper. <laughs> Spend more money on the gift and just give it to me already, not wrap. I'm happy with that. Um, then here's something else. The Holy Spirit has fruit, like uh, characteristics he wants to put in your life. And here's just four, love, joy, peace, and goodness. And there's more than that. And that's in Galatians 5, uh, verse 23. Um, you know, th- these are just some of the benefits of having God the Holy Spirit as our friend. So we've said he wants to be our helper in significant ways and to be our friend. And number three, he wants to be my God. He wants us to understand that focusing on him is focusing on God in my life. The God on earth, the Holy Spirit. Now, think of this. We, We say God is a trinity. He has three persons, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Let me stretch it out and say this. The Father is my God. Jesus is my God. The Holy Spirit is my God. For many folks, just saying the Holy Spirit is my God is a little strange because you haven't had that focus on the Holy Spirit in your life. Well, that's what God wants us to have, that we see that this is Him that we deal with. The Father is in heaven. Jesus is at His right hand. He is present here on earth in the person of His Holy Spirit. This is so important. We want to look at a few verses quickly that put the Father, Son, Holy Spirit all together that make it just so clear this is one God, three persons. First, let's look at John 14, 16. Again, where Jesus is talking about the Holy Spirit and the Helper. Let me read this for us. Jesus said, I will ask the Father, and he will give you another Helper who will stay with you forever. So there's Jesus, the Son, asking the Father to give the Spirit. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Let's go to John 15, 26. This one has even more for us because we have the general name of God, which we refer to him, of course, as God, as well as Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Look at this verse with me. Jesus, speaking again, says, The Helper will come, the Spirit, who reveals the truth about God. There it is, the general name for God. And who comes from the Father. I, Jesus, will send him to you from the Father, and he, the Holy Spirit, will speak about me, Jesus. Isn't that awesome? It's just Father, Son, Holy Spirit, and God all in one verse. Now, take your mind and and bounce back three years to when Jesus began his public ministry. When he first started, the first thing he did was go out to the Jordan River with thousands of people to where his cousin, John the Baptizer, was baptizing people. So God had sent John to prepare the way, and he was telling people, the Messiah is coming, the Savior is coming, God's Son's coming. And when Jesus is about to begin his ministry, he goes there. And so, like the rest of the people, Jesus said, baptize me too, John. And John was like, wow, I shouldn't. But Jesus said, no, do this to fulfill what God wants. So Jesus allows himself to be baptized. And when he comes up out of the water, right at that moment, we're going to read what the Bible has for us. Luke 3, 22. Jesus, picture him sopping wet, coming up out of the river. Look what happens. The Holy Spirit came down upon him in bodily form like a dove. And a voice came from heaven, 
You are my dear own dear son. I am pleased with you. The Lord Jesus, out of the water, the Holy Spirit of God comes upon him in a significant, powerful, uh, discernible way. You could see, somehow realize God himself in the form of the Spirit was coming upon Jesus. And then we have the voice of the Father saying, I'm pleased with my son. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. So, the Holy Spirit is my helper, my best friend, and he's the person of God that I actually in this life, deal directly with. Now, there's a whole lot of stuff in the Bible about God, the Holy Spirit. And what we're about to do is you're going to be able to follow along with me because you have it in your notes there. We, we wrote a little paragraph that describes God, the Holy Spirit. And these, all these statements that are in here are taken directly from the Bible. It's, it's all biblically based, and we just kind of put it together in a, a real, under, we think, a real understandable way. So here we go. I'm going to read it. You guys follow along. This is, again, talking about God, the Holy Spirit, God on earth with us today. He speaks to our hearts, teaches us what is right, and guides us to truth. Sounds like some good stuff. He highlights and promotes Jesus. He receives from Jesus. Jesus talks to him. He reveals Jesus to us and reminds us of Jesus' words. It is better for us that Jesus left so that he would come. We, we read that in the scripture already. He understands what the Father thinks and shows us the future. You know, God knows what's going to happen. And so he, it, it's good. He's like, hey, go this way, not this way. I want you to go the way that's going to be best for you because this way I know where that goes. Um, that, that's an amazing thing that the Holy Spirit can do for us. He... God, the Holy Spirit, inspired the Bible writers. We are convinced by him. We read that. Brought to life by him and filled by him. God on earth is amazing. Um, and, and what's really neat to me is that all these explanations and, and the things we see in the Bible about God, the Holy Spirit, they're not describing some weird Casper the Friendly Ghost, uh, they're not describing something that's woo-hoo-y and, and, and off the wall. They're describing a God who loves us, who cares about us, who, cares about us, who, who, um, who he is to us, to me and you today. It's not about something that happened, you know, three, five, ten, whatever, million. It doesn't matter how many years ago. It's not about, oh, you know, the Holy Spirit was there for these people, but he's not there for us. No, this is about for me and you right here, right now. He wants to speak into our lives today. Um, it's not the description of a weird person. It's a description of an awesome God that I think, that Ed thinks, we think you should, we should all get to know. As we go through this series each week, we're going to be sharing some stories about the Holy Spirit and our experience with Him and the experience of others we know. And so I want to start today. I get to get to go first in this. When I was a, a young man, I grew up in church similar to Chad, and as a young man, I God uh, began this relationship with me and drew me into his love and to walking with him and an understanding that I could be forgiven of my sin and have a relationship with him. And then as I grew older, I began to realize God was directing me into ministry and giving me a quote, call to ministry. And so I, I headed that way out of high school and going on to college to prepare for ministry. But something happened or actually developed, I should say, in my heart. I began reading in the Bible in the book of Acts. Chad mentioned a part of the book of Acts that talks a lot about the Holy Spirit. Well, I began to read, and it just struck me how 
these guys were living a whole different way than I did. That they seemed to really have a communication with God that was amazing. And they could hear God speak and direct their lives and say, go here, do this. And, and God would use them with great power and they would impact people's lives and even miraculous things would happen. And so I'm reading this stuff and going, well, I know I love God and, and I know he and I are good. You know, this righteousness I talked about earlier. You know, I had this sense that I'm right with God and I'm looking forward to serving him. But I don't see any of this in my life. I mean, these guys would speak, and their words were powerful, and people's lives would be impacted and, and changed for the better. And I felt like when I tried to speak to somebody and, you know, tell them about Jesus or whatever, my words would just, you know, kind of dribble, you know, down my chest. And that, you know, they, they wouldn't even get out, you know, out there to impact people. And so I'm reading this, and my interest is growing and growing to the point that I'm really starting to want this in my life. And I'm sure you're figuring out this is God, right? Working in my life, starting with a little interest, but now it's hunger. I'm wanting this. I'm becoming dissatisfied with a life that's not full of his presence and power like I read about in the book of Acts. Well, one day, I met a guy on campus named Jamie. And we got to talking, and right off the bat, I could tell this guy, this guy had a good relationship with God. I mean, just the way he talked about God and hearing God speak and God directing his life and it was just really, really cool. And so my, I just felt like I could just open up to this guy. And so I began to talk to him. I said, you know, Jamie, I've been reading in the book of Acts about the Holy Spirit. And, and frankly, what I see happening here in the early church and this wonderful relationship they had with God and his spirit, I just don't see that in my life. And I, I feel like something's missing. And he's like, yeah, okay. I said, what, what, do you know anything about this? What, you know, can you help me? And he said, yeah, I'd love to. And what I didn't know was Jamie was kind of the campus guy who could teach the Bible all about the Holy Spirit and had been doing this for a few years and had Bible studies around campus and was helping a lot of people grow in this relationship with God's Holy Spirit. And so we just happened, you know, to run into each other. I'm so grateful for that day. And he said, sure, Ed, I'll be glad to talk to you. Let, let me share with you. And so after a couple of hours of just looking at Bible verses, some of these verses we've looked at this morning are just so special to me because that's when it became real in my life. By the end of that evening, he said, you know what? You, you could pray to ask God to really fill you with the Spirit and empower you, and your life can be more like what you've been reading about in the book of Acts. And I was ready. And so I'll never forget in Martin Dormitory there on campus, you know, there we are in his dormitory room. We get on our knees and begin to pray, and, and God's power and his presence just came upon me. And we'll talk more about details and specifics in the future of how this happens in people's lives. But I'm here to tell you, folks, that that night made all the difference in the world in my life and continues to grow more and more, when I connected with God's Holy Spirit like never before. I was already in the family. I was in right standing with God, but I didn't have this kind of relationship we're talking about today that we're going to develop in the weeks to come. And so our hope and our prayer is that this grows in all of us, that those of us who maybe this has been something in our life for decades, we get a fresh hunger for more because there's always more of God. And maybe for some of you, you know, this is new, that, that maybe you'll be like me, that God's starting something where you begin to grow and go down this journey and end up with a fullness of him like you've never had before. So now we want to pause and ask you a question. It's there in your notes, and we're going to project it up here. Here's the question. Holy Spirit, what are you saying to me through this message? 
We want to encourage everybody to grab that outline. If you're not following along for right now, we want to encourage everybody to grab it because we want to ask you to do something. I want to repeat this sentence, this question, and make it our prayer to God. And we're basically just saying, so where are you in your relationship to the Holy Spirit? Where are you in your relationship to God's Holy Spirit? So I'm going to read this sentence again as a prayer, and we're going to pause and just be quiet for a little bit and give you a chance just to think about it, to listen, and really encourage you just to jot down a note there. It might be no clue, <laughs> or it's awesome, it's wonderful, and I can't wait to get more, you know, whatever. But it's so important, Chad and I feel like we should pause and do this in our service. So let me pray this prayer for us. Holy Spirit, what are you saying to me through this message right now? If God's speaking something to your heart, just keep listening and kind of tune me out for a second. If you're in here today and this is something that's completely foreign to you and you're like, I'm, no, no, none of this makes any sense, it, you might be realizing that you don't really have a relationship with God, that you've, you've never connected to God in your life, so you don't, you, you don't even know what you're listening for. Well, um, I want you to know uh, that, that number one, God, the Holy Spirit, he wants to be your friend. He, he wants to connect with you. God wants to touch your life. He, he's got great things planned for you. He wants to, to fill your life, and, 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 and he can forgive you. God can forgive you of anything that's gone wrong, anything you've done wrong, any, any mistakes you've made. Uh, he wants to, to pull you into his family, and he wants to love you, and, and he wants you to become who you were born to be. And uh, we want to uh, wanna say that, we're going to take the time for you. If, if that's you, if that's kind of, you know, God seems really far away from you right now, well, we want to make sure you have the chance to have somebody pray with you. And so here in just a second, when, when we head out uh, for the day, we're going to have people that are up here that are ready and willing, and they've been praying for you already, um, and, and they, wanna, they will take the time to pray with you. Um, and, and say, hey, I, I just, I don't even know. And, and they'll, they'll help and, the, and they'll pray and they'll say, uh, let's, let's ask God to, to come into your life. They want to do that with you and anything else. If there's anything else going on, they will pray for anything that you got going on. They want to take the time to personally uh, spend with you. And um, we, we believe that is a very, very important thing. And we want to do that at each and every service. So, um, as again, as we head out today, that's what we want to do. And I want to ask you guys if y'all would just uh, stand up with us uh, this morning. Chad and I are really excited about this series for all of us to grow closer in our relationship to the Holy Spirit, starting with us. You know, Chad and I may have been experiencing God's presence and spirit for years, but we want more for us as well as our whole church. So join us in praying for that, that all of us in Ignite Church grow in that relationship to God's Spirit. And also, I want to encourage you, consider inviting a friend. It's a great time to invite a friend to say, hey, come, and we're talking about the Holy Spirit not being weird. That might be a good, you know, invitation line to get somebody to come. Again, if you're a guest, if you would take that Connect card to our guest services desk, we'd love to give you that free gift, okay? Let's pray. Lord, thank you that you are God with us on earth, Holy Spirit. Thank you for all the things you do. We've just barely touched the surface today, but we rejoice that you've come to be our friend, our helper, our God, 
the one who loves and guides and all this stuff. And Lord, I pray, starting with me and Chad and for our whole church, that in the weeks to come, we all grow closer to you, that we can have more of who you are in our life and more of what you want in our lives as well. Lord, bless these folks. Let the joy of the Lord be strengthened all of us this week, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen.